This is Shamanic Business. Welcome to the Shamanic Business Podcast. Every episode, I invite a new artist or entrepreneur to crack their case with the help of shamanic dreaming. This episode, I'm speaking to Nico Vorobiov. He is a writer and author of the book Dope World. And we are now going to check how he can get back in the game of writing. Yeah, you sent me uh, you sent me some links earlier, but then I decided not to click on them. I thought it would be funner if it's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. So I have no idea what's going to happen right now. Spontaneous is the best. Spontaneous <laughs> is the best, seriously. So, okay. So first, uh, I think it's best to zoom in a little bit more about your creative life or business life or... Yeah, so what is... What is the project of passion you are working on right now? So I'm um, I'm an author. I write books, which is basically code for long term unemployed. Mm-hmm. Um, but so my my kind of thing is uh, I like to I like to travel the world. I like to meet different different kinds of strange characters. So I've got I've got one book I've written already called Dope World. I think it's called uh, Drugs World in Dutch. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Which is basically, I try to dress it up as something more intellectual and historical, but really it's just me going around the world doing loads of different drugs. So I went to like places like Iran and and Colombia and Mexico and Philippines, Japan, Russia. Um, so I've got two other books that I'm working on. One of them is basically like it's a follow up to Dope World. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Extremely Illegal, and the other one is uh, called How to Break Out of Prison which is going to be stories about different kinds of jailbreaks and how, how they were done. Cool. cool. Um, but I guess my main, my main problem is it's always how to, how to start, how to actually st- sit down and start doing the work because I never want to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. I always want to just, I always end up looking at some bullshit on, on Wikipedia yeah. or, you know, like some, some dog videos on, on YouTube, <laughs> something like that. You know, I got, like I always think, like, all right, in like five minutes, I'm gonna start, and I I never start. Just just do something else, do some stupid shit, waste some more time, play some like video games or something like that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but sometime I have to start my work. Yeah, it sounds a bit like a writer's block, no? Um, yeah, I guess it's like half writer's block, half just laziness. It's a bit of both. Yeah, it's hard to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, I think like when I actually start, like based on my experience before, when I actually start doing the work, I kind of like my brain kind of switches over into that mode. And then after the, after I've done like a few pages, it becomes easy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just just getting that getting that over that first obstacle. Yeah, 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 yeah. The initial impulse to really start writing you mean exactly exactly yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, it's very familiar to me because i'm also writing a book yeah this book is called the white curse it's about uh it's a it's a novel actually Mm -hmm. it's about cocaine the destructive effects of cocaine and yeah you know i only have to write maybe the last two chapters but it's hard bad (laughs) to get myself doing it I feel you, brother. Yeah, man. So, but I've read your book, Dope World, and I think I think it's way more than you just uh, traveling around the world and doing a bunch of drugs. Because, yeah, it's very educational. Also, I try not to toot my own horn too much, but uh, for any listeners, you know, like I, I'm, you can buy it. I'm not stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a humble man. Eh? 
Or you know, if you're gonna put, if you're gonna get a pirate bay, at least seat it so the others can read for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I really love to learn about you know every country you go to. You tell a lot about the history, about drugs and drug laws and gangs and and the drug trade. And I, yeah, for me it was, I did, I did gain a, a lot of insight from it. Yeah, thank you very much. I mean, uh, I don't really read the reviews, but I know that we haven't had a bad one so far, so I'm happy about that. That's good. We had uh, we had we had uh, one like one star on Goodreads, but then I clicked on her profile and she read like 952 books that year. So I'm not sure that she gave it like the attention it deserved. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> So your main question is, how can I get myself to start writing, basically? Yeah, I want to get into like the more productive mode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think part of it's, you know, because of this whole like quarantine thing, just being at home just makes me lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is kind of lazy making if you're at home all day, you know, I can imagine. But okay, so um, how does shamanic dreaming thing works? I like to make the analogy about the imagination bicep. Mm -hmm. So the first time you do shamanic dreaming, it's not very vivid, it's not very clear. But every time you do it, it becomes a little bit more clear. But you are going to Mm -hmm. have an effect the first time. But it's not not very, not like you're actually on psychedelics tripping, you know. All right, I'm excited. All right, so are you ready? Just like when I wake up, though, I don't want to be like, killing the Malaysian prime minister or something, you know? No, 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 no. (laughs) It's not going to be like that. (laughs) All right, here we go. This is Shamanic Business. All right, welcome back. That was trippy. I still feel kind of weird, dude. I turned I turned all the lights off, you know, I closed my eyes. I zoned out. That was that was dude, like I can't move properly. <laughs> <laughs> well, take your time. <laughs> We're not in a hurry. Yeah. What? <laughs> what the fuck? What have you done to me, man? <laughs> it's best to start talking right away because it's like a dream. You forget it really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um so like the the whole cave thing that wasn't like it started out as like kind of like a cartoon cave. So it was like like a sort of that wasn't how the cave was in in real life. I for some reason I just imagined it that way. It was like Bambi animals, you know, mm-hmm. like thumper and shit. Um, but then when, when like things got going and I I I, got, I stepped into the little the little pool in the in the cave, and then like I couldn't. I thought about the animal. I couldn't like discern what kind of animal it was. And then like it felt kind of first of all it felt like I was on fire a little bit. Okay, yeah. I felt like there was like a light around me and kind of like a warm feeling. Not like not like I'm burning, but it felt like okay or maybe I was sort of surrounded by fire. Maybe that's a better yeah, You felt the heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then it felt like I was kind of flying or like I wasn't like fully in in my in my body, but I was like flying over over places and and looking down and seeing the height and freaking out a little bit. And then um, then what happened? Then like something slightly changed in the 
in the sound, I think with like the because you know there's like these nature noise in the background. Yeah, the birds. I think. Yeah, yeah. So for a second, I thought I heard like city noises. I don't know if that actually happened or not. But then it felt like like there was like a like a dark sheet kind of came over me, and it was nighttime again. And and then um, and after that, it was in the rainforest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there are like these kind of vines or or weeds, and I could see them growing in in like uh, you know like when in like nature documentaries when they show flowers like uh, growing like but they speed it up. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like a time lapse. Yeah. 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 So I saw like a time lapse of all these vines like twisting around and and shit like that. And um, then I think then you started uh, slowing slowing it down, slowing down the the drum beats, and like I sort of slowly back, uh, floated out of the cave, but like I didn't step out of the cave like facing outside. I, it was like I was walking backwards, you know, like like floating backwards out of the cave, but still facing the cave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when there's there was like a really slow drum beat toward at the, at the very end, it was like there's like uh was like raindrops were falling in this kind of cartoon rainforest. But like it was it was it was daylight, so you can kind of still like it wasn't cloudy, you know, you know, like when it rains, but it's also it's also sunny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like you could see like the individual raindrops falling. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, boom, finito. <laughs> right. Do you have any idea yet what it means? Um, no. <laughs> I was hoping you could help me out with that. Yeah, 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 I can. So we start at the beginning. Okay, so the first thing is that you feel like you're surrounded by fire, right? Yeah. Okay, what could this symbolize? Do you feel somehow in your life surrounded by fire? Mm, I guess the virus, maybe. Yeah, it could be. But... Maybe like the virus kind of keeping me confined, I guess, like a, like a ring of fire, maybe something like that. Yeah, you, yeah, like uh, you cannot go anywhere because there's fire everywhere. Yeah. So you feel stuck. Yeah, but I think that maybe at the same time, because I wasn't, I wasn't burning. Maybe it's also kind of I feel stuck. Yeah, dude, that's it, totally. So I feel stuck, surrounded by the fire, but because it's like it's like warm and nice, I kind of don't want to do anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I fly out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! It's all coming together now. <laughs> so, so the flying out of it—is that a good thing or a bad thing? You think? I think it was a good thing. Like, um, like it felt like I could see for miles and and seeing the big picture. And I like that. I like seeing things on a grand scale where they all are like relative to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe the surrounded by fire in the heat, but it's pretty cozy and warm. Is your current situation, you know, with all fire situation yeah. and lockdown, there's fire everywhere. You cannot go anywhere, but it's really comfortable at home. So you kind of get stuck in this cozy place. Yeah. And it's now time to fly out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was the next thing? You started flying, then what happened? And then the main thing after that was like the, the rainforest and the, the time lapse of how everything's growing. Yeah. 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 So what could this rainforest symbolize possibly it's flowers growing really fast mm, maybe that's like my my like streams of thought maybe mm-hmm. so like my streams of thought are finally growing in uh, different in different directions maybe yeah or maybe the flourishing of your creative expression yeah something like that 
it's growing and spreading to new to new areas and exploring new areas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and after that, that was finished, then. Eh? After that, yeah. After that, I kind of slowly, um, kind of hovered out of the cave, backed out of the cave, and still facing the cave. And there was like the the raindrops. Oh yeah, the raindrops. So first, we're gonna zoom in a little bit more about the flowers. Did you recognize any of the flowers or the vines? No, no, I'm not in nature. I, I can't even recognize cars, you know, like <laughs> when someone asks, if it's like the police asked me, like if, if I saw like, um, like a hit and run, I, I can say it was, it was a black car. It was a red car. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm, I'm the same with, with flowers and trees, like apart from, you know, obvious ones like cactus or something, I can't recognize anything, but it was definitely like kind of tropical sort of, um, or, or if not, if not tropical, you know, like um, like rainforest, like very green, very healthy looking plants. Mm. Also, maybe maybe it's related, or maybe not. When you were the most productive mm-hmm. uh, in your previous book, in your first book, what was the environment in which you was writing? I think I think find I find my the most work I do. It's actually not behind the desk, not behind the computer, or typing stuff up. It's actually when I'm outside somewhere and like uh when i'm when i'm on a walk or something the thoughts they just kind of come to me and i record them on my on my phone i put them into the into the into my work later when i get back but like when i when i have a chance to like walk around somewhere and just clear my mind be outside that's when the thoughts come to me are you walking in nature then also by chance uh yeah sometimes nature yeah a lot of the times, nature. Not always, but a lot of the time, yeah. All right. And and how often do you walk in nature now? Well, to be fair, I haven't been that much uh, walking around lately because of because um, I was on the on the little trip and things like that. So, like, I haven't done it for a few weeks. What walking in nature? Yeah, like, no, like walking walking like in nature, like properly, not like just to like relax and and clear my mind. So, because when I was like in Greece and Turkey, I was walking somewhere specific you know walking to some old ruins or some old monastery or something like that or like an old palace uh i wasn't i wasn't really walking with like not with like nothing on my mind or like thinking about like thinking creatively you know so i guess maybe it's just a matter of of getting back in that in that spirit of regularly going out and regularly uh walking the dog again and thinking yeah yeah that might symbolize you flying out of the cozy, warm place surrounded by fire, no? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely nailed the first part of the dream. <laughs> the second part is a bit more confusing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I do think that the, yeah, the tropical flowers growing, that must symbolize something to do with nature. And if you say that when you was walking in nature, recording your voice, that was the, the time where you were most productive. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, then it might symbolize this, that you have to start flying out of your home and go into nature and just start recording it. Yeah, just get out more and stop. Yeah, I can see that because it's hard to think of, of new stuff when you're just sat in your room, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly, yeah. Need to be need to be inspired somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that, yeah. 
Nice, sounds good. And the last part... I wonder what the last bit means. Or maybe that's just like I had to just logically close the dream somehow. No, I think everything means always something. Eh? So this was... And especially the details. If you remember details, it's always good to talk about them. But you could see individual raindrops. Yeah. Because it was sunny and not very cloudy. Yeah, like, like you know, like the clouds were like at an angle. So like you can still see this. You know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this might symbolize that you don't look at the book as like one big ocean that you have to swim through, mm. but maybe look at it uh, like it are just all separate drops. Mm -hmm. so, you, so you cut it in pieces, basically, to make it more, I don't know, manageable. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause like remember, like in uh, in my first book, Dope World, so it was very kind of episodic. So like you'd have like one chapter about one country, one chapter about like another country, and it would switch switch a lot between them like that, rather than focusing on on like one continuous strand. You know, so yeah. that could that I can see that. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. No. Yeah, because you know when when you were going into the trance state. I was also going into the trance state, asking the same question for you. Mm -hmm. And I, I also got a vision. And so I enter the cave. I go past the rocks, down the stairs, towards the underground river. And there, as usual, my seahorse appears. Mm. And so I asked the seahorse, like, oh, how can Nico fix his riding block, you know, or how can he start riding? And he said, yeah, come, come with me. So I jump on his back and he takes me through the water, past some islands, and then we reach a very big ice island with a very mm. big icy mountain on it, an icy mountain. And there was a flying penguin standing there waiting for me. And so I jumped on the back of the flying penguin And he was flying up the mountain and he was showing me that every hundred meters upwards, he placed a tent, mm. a tent to sleep. And then he was going all the way up the mountain. And then you know what the penguins do when they jump and they start sliding on their belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was showing me this, but he was only going to the first tent and then sleeping there. Mm. And then the next day going to the next tent sliding down. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe this symbolizes something like um, breaking it down in little pieces or set word, target words. Yeah. Like so many words a day or, or uh, you know, one chapter a day or something like this. Yeah, I can see that because um, you always need to, you need to leave some space in your mind. I think that's a very important thing. Um, you can't like, If you try to do everything at once, your mind kind of gets crowded with, with too much ideas and then like none of them come out very well. Yeah. So it's better to just do like a little bit, then like take a step back. And that's that's when I can do my my dog videos and, and yeah, 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 yeah. my new Oculus Rift. That's when I do all that shit, just kind of to refresh, like reboot a little bit. That was that's like resting on yeah. the in the camp in the, on the mountain. Yes, exactly. Because mentally. Yeah, yes, like sleeping in a tent is like 
taking a rest, watching some dog videos and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it can also be scary if you're on top of the mountain and, you, and you're about to jump to slide down, but you look down and it's scary. The height is scary. Oh, wait, the, the scared of height also came back in your journey. Eh? Mm. That's interesting. <laughs> so it might be scary, you know, if you just look down to the mountain and it's such a long way to slide then it's maybe hot. yeah it's overwhelming it's overwhelming and, it, and it's, yeah it makes you scared to take the first jump mm-hmm. but if it's only like 100 meters and then there's a tent then it's easier to jump and slide towards the first tent and then sleep for a little bit you know yeah 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 huh that's that weirdly makes sense yeah right <laughs> <laughs> What 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 do you think? This is this is just like our our subconscious or or what? Well, I th- I think it's our subconscious, but I also think that our subconscious picks up on the the hidden clues of life that our conscious mind do not notice. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's some weird patterns in nature. You know, our brains are like recognizing patterns everywhere. Yeah. And maybe our subconscious has processed these patterns, like an analysis on the background, and has made some kind of helpful conclusions about this, but it's just mm. somewhere deep in our subconscious. And like we're too busy to notice it in our in our day-to-day, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then our subconscious can only like yeah use non-linear symbology of of animals and things that symbolize something to communicate because yeah you cannot get a you cannot talk with your subconscious in in words you know it's very difficult Uh, i think i get so it's a little bit like um like with with ayahuasca like i mean i didn't i didn't know what what other like uh, some others they say that like oh yeah like this the spirits like talk to us like i personally I personally don't believe that. I think that everything that you see under ayahuasca is like in your mind already, but it's maybe something you haven't you haven't thought about before. Like you know, it gives you kind of the space to to think about things in a new way, to think outside the box. And I think maybe that's kind of like what you're doing with the drumming and the the meditation. Yeah, yeah. You're taking some time out to explore what's in your own mind already. Yeah, yeah, and you know. In the end, it doesn't really matter if it's if it's spirits giving us mm. the information or our own subconscious, because the beautiful thing about shamanism is that it's focused on things being practical. So it needs to have yeah. like a proper uh, function in our daily life. The the ends justify the means, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to believe in 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 something spiritual to make use yeah. of this of this tool. You know. Hmm. Yeah, it works the same on everybody if you keep an open mind. Yeah, yeah. And the beautiful thing about this is you don't have to take drugs, you know. Dude, that's one thing I wanted to say. That I kind of felt very heavy. I don't know if that's supposed to happen, but yeah, like I yeah. felt like not like I couldn't move, but it 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 felt like I shouldn't move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is. You are going into an altered state, you know. That's the trance. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's very similar to a psychedelic experience, but it's the most mild form of psychedelic mm. tripping, I think. It did it did 
kind of like even 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 when I, when I after I zoned out out of the cave and started started talking to you again, I still felt kind of kind of heavy and kind of like still a little bit dreamlike, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I also felt like there was something something like kind of going going through my body. Like I'm, I don't know if it was like bad or or good, but it felt like something was like making its its way around around my body, like from the from my feet to my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what what is your personal theory about what it that is? I don't know. I didn't I didn't have one. I didn't think about that part yet. I was too busy thinking about the visions. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but think it's, it's just kind of side effect. Yeah. You think what? No, I think it's just an effect of yeah. Of you know, it, also if you smoke DMT, it's mostly uh, happening in your brain, but your mm. body responds to it also. And mm-hmm. you know, we don't know. Eh? There's not much research. Maybe DMT gets released if you start the shamanic drumming, mm-hmm. and our body gives like this same kind of side effects and feeling heavy and things buzzing a little bit. I think uh, there's been some research. Like I don't think it's been proven, but I think there's been some research that that DMT is what comes out, comes into your into your brain when you're dreaming, right? I think so there could be something there. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's. Yeah, I. It might be a hypothesis still. I don't know if they actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. Scientifically like I heard Joe it. Rogan talk about it, but I don't know. If, like I'm not counting joe rogan as like a fucking qualified scientist you know <laughs> no no exactly exactly so it's always good to check but you know there are very strong indications that it might be a possibility yeah for sure for sure and you know in the end it doesn't matter as long as it works no <laughs> yeah how's yeah I, i'm feeling fine now like all the effects have passed yeah right I mean, yeah but it's you mess with my mind, Nick. You mess. You got in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, the way from Holland. Yeah, this is awesome. I can put people into psychedelic trips all the way from Holland without any drugs. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the, crazy. The modern way of shamanism. This is. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. That was an interesting. Like I had no. I, I was. I wasn't prepared at all. I had no idea what was what was coming. Like he sent me the link, but I thought, nah, fuck it, like it. Let's just dive in, see what happens. That's best that I know it's spontaneous, you know. Mm, yeah. So uh, let's and, keep in um, touch. Yeah, I hoped uh, I was going to come to Amsterdam last month, but you know, with everything that's happening, it's a bit more difficult. But hopefully by the end of this year. Yeah, cool, man. Let me know. Sounds good. All right, brother. All Peace. right. Take care. This is. Shamanic Business.